Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. You have one chance to make an impression with your picture book. The complete picture book submission system will help ensure yours stands out above the rest. Created by New York Times bestselling author Emma Walton Hamilton and 12 by 12 picture book challenge founder Julie Headland, this system provides an easy to follow, step by step, foolproof process. No more fear, no more guesswork, no more reinventing the wheel each time you submit a new manuscript. To get their seven step submission checklist, visit picturebooksubmissions.com today. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kirstie. You know what they say? One man's trash is another man's treasure? Yeah, I do. And I think Daisy would definitely agree. Daisy, written and illustrated by Jessica Bagley, is about a sweet warthog named Daisy who loves to collect beautiful forgotten treasures that she finds on the forest floor. I love the soft color palette that Jessica uses throughout the book. And I love the change in the end papers from the front of the book to the back. That's one of my favorite things to look for. (laughs) I also love how Daisy is different and finds an equally unique friend who understands her. This interview will make your Daisy. We're excited to talk with Jessica, her editor, Neil Porter, and her book designer, Jennifer Brown, about the creative process behind Daisy. Let's get started. Well, we want to start with you, actually, Jessica. What was the inspiration behind this sweet warthog story? Because I write and illustrate a lot of times, you know, I'm seeing things in pictures in my head, and I'm also, you know coming up with ideas for the writing. And so the actually nugget idea for the story is really sort of based on and inspired by my feelings and my experience when I was a kid, you know, I was different than everyone else. I was like the only black girl in my class all the time. Those things, they really do. They make you feel other in, in, in different ways. And so I just, I never felt like I was as pretty as the other girls and I just looked different and, you know, everything, you know, this was back before there was a lot of representation in, you know, everything pretty much. And so I just didn't ever see myself. So I felt like I looked different all the time than everybody. So this is sort of my take on that universal theme of feeling different and the idea to like make her a warthog though is that we have these paper mache animal heads on our wall <laughs> in oh. our apartment and <laughs> and one of them is a giant warthog and you know we have lots of stuff in our house that's very like fun and inspirational and I just was like sketching it in my you know sketchbook one day and then I drew a little warthog and I was like oh like she's, she's cute she's not ugly and then it just kind of works together <laughs> like the marriage of those things so oh she really is cute oh, and fun. sweet 
And it's a unique character. I don't think we have a lot of picture books with warthog main characters. So <laughs> when you look at pictures of them, they're they very unique. I'll say that. <laughs> and so they, they deserved to shine and they deserve to feel cute and loved. So yes. Well, you did that in this story for sure. Um, Neil, when you first saw the manuscript, thoughts. what was it that made you want to acquire this story? Well, the thing is, Jessica and I figured out, I think, that we've done six books together. And so we have a rhythm and a way of working that's extended over all of those books. And I think we're in, we're kind of groove where we kind of get each other. And not everything that Jessica writes speaks to me necessarily, and that's perfectly okay. But some things do, and most of what she's shown me does happily. (laughs) I think what spoke to me was the issue of a kid who feels like a bit of an outsider. I was one of those kids. I got teased when I was in school. I retreated to my own private world. And I find that many of my publishing decisions are kind of driven by, is this a book I feel I have to publish? Is this the book that speaks to me? And by extension, my five or six or seven-year-old self, and she nailed it. I'm a closet hoarder, so I identify. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask, are you you a secret warthog? (laughs) Show you my tusk right here. (laughs) So it spoke to you on many levels. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and Jessica has a wonderful, warm way of writing that she does something really unusual, which is there's a huge amount of sentiment in her writing, but it's never sentimental. It's never treacly. It's just warm and and really appealing, and she really has a tremendous talent for making common childhood uh, concerns and issues uh, accessible to the kids who read her books. She does. I totally agree. I really want them to, but I will have to put in a plug for Neil. I think that over the years, he's really helped me, you know, keep an eye on that balance between sentiment and sentimental. Don't want the books to turn saccharine or like, oh, I see where this is going. I see where the emotions are going to lead me. I really try to use his editing eye in my brain, even when he is not there. I love it. (laughs) Before he even gets to see it. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Jennifer, it's your turn. From what we understand, the job of a book designer is to make sure the text and illustrations work together to tell the story. Can you give us a look into your typical responsibilities as a designer? And what were some of the design decisions you made for Daisy? Okay, I was thinking about this last night. When people ask me what I do and I say I design children's books, their first response is, oh, you draw the pictures. And I say, (laughs) no, I do not. I work with an artist the way an editor works with an author. And in a case like this, because Jessica is both author and illustrator, then it's Neil and Jessica and I working together and it's a total collaboration. So I'm responsible for things like the trim size. Do we take a manuscript and think, oh, it's going to be small and cozy or it's going to be big and overblown, but that's done with Neil. Um, Not all houses work like that, but that's just how we work. And then I'm responsible for the look of the type and the look of the jacket, but it's totally collaborative, which is actually the most fun way to work. Absolutely. Uh, Jennifer and I have worked together for over 25 years now. I'm her work husband. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Um, You know, and we talk every morning. We talk several times a day. I mean, the pandemic really hasn't changed our way of working because Jennifer was raising a son in New Jersey and was working from her home for 
all these many years, and we're totally dependent on the phone and uh, sending PDFs back and forth, sending material back and forth. She just sent me a collection of possible Icelandic illustrators for a book that we have on Ooh. Burner now. So. What's great about it is we kind of finish each other's sentences and we intuitively know <laughs> cuts down on a lot of stuff, though I often accuse her of finishing my sentences, uh, not necessarily <laughs> the way that I intended to finish them. <laughs> Sounds like you guys have a lot of fun. <laughs> we do have a lot of fun. And if we didn't have a lot of fun, there would be no point in doing this. And mm-hmm. I think when we began working with Jessica on her first book, Post for Papa, it, it felt very natural from the beginning. We just developed this kind of comfort a way of working. Can I just say how much I love Boats for Papa, one mm-hmm. of my all-time favorites oh, ever. Yes. And I'm a marriage and family therapist, and so it's such an important book for kids and adults, actually. Yeah. Oh, thank love you. I, I think that that book, it wouldn't have been possible to have it, uh, well, it wouldn't have been possible if Neil didn't want it in the beginning, but, <laughs> um, but, but I think like working with Neil and Jennifer, they really, you know, so that was my first book and I was like excited and terrified, you know, that I was like not going to do a good job and I wanted to do it like everything perfect. And I was so eager to um, listen to every little thing that, you know, they said for input and just really write out from the beginning with that first book. It's just been such a fun experience and huge, amazing learning things. Like, I feel like I always have Jennifer in my ear. You know, she, she comes up with these like magic things. Like if I'm stuck on something, she'll just say something. And she's like, Oh, well, if you just do this and it's like, Oh my gosh, like you're a genius. Like the trifecta that we have, it's really special. And it's really allowed me to continue to try and make better books every single time. I couldn't have made a book like that until I had made all the other books with them before. Mm. I love how the collaboration makes it that much better. You've done a beautiful job with all of your books. It's like you have a little Neil and a little Jennifer on your shoulder as you're (laughs) working away. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I love it. Along those lines, can you give us a look into what the writing process and illustrating process was like for you for Daisy? I think, what was it, Jennifer, like your first draft that that I had sent you, you had it from like five years ago. No, it's from 2016. Really? Literally, she's done little sort of black and white scribbly drawings really quickly and just puts some words by it. And then she sort of lays it all out and sends a PDF. And then we get to watch the whole process go. But I want to say something about Jessica here because she always amazes me. Every time we do a new book, she doesn't just start her illustrations the way she would do the last book. The illustrations that she does are specific to the text that she's working on. So we'll get JPEGs from her through the whole thing where she's working on pushing herself in a different direction. And Neil and I comment on them and we keep going. But she does an inordinate amount of work to get to where the final product is. And I think when you work like that and you look at her books, they seem so simple but you know that when you look at that book and it is that simple an incredible amount of work has gone into it Jessica's just amazing oh Jennifer (laughs) gonna get me all emotional here (laughs) it's a lot of like studying things and trying things and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and it's this long sort of process I had written a lot of drafts partway through working on the book I had read Ijeoma Aluo's if you want to talk about race it was like after I read that book I realized oh this is why I made Daisy like it was like Mm. the weirdest thing like it really 
the way that she spoke about her experiences with race and, you know, being othered. And I just, I, it really resonated with me and connected to me. And it really helped me sort of understand that Daisy is my sort of expression of owning yourself and loving yourself and then trusting that there's going to be other people that are there, you know, to be a, you know, kindred spirit with you. And, and I try to fold, you know, a little bit more emotion into the writing when I was kind of in the peak of that process. But then Neil was really like, I understand where you're going. And it was, I think it started to get more heavy handed because I was getting more emotional. And he helped me sort of see that and then pull back a little and just remind me of the simplicity is what is really helpful. So the writing on that, actually, it kind of went both ways. It was like, it was simple and then really complicated and then really simple again. And then <laughs> so simple to the point where we were already working on the book and I told Neil, like, like, I think I need to do some rewrites. Like, I'm just going to rewrite this. And then, like, I sent him this thing that I think it was, like, hacked to bits. Like, it was totally stripped down. I remember that <laughs> moment. Yeah. I was like, what? Picture <laughs> <laughs> books. Writing the picture books it, it feels like the hardest thing in the world to me, you know. What's also interesting is that, you know, I work with writers who only write uh, and I'll find an artist to do the illustrations. I work with a, a lot of author artists like Jessica, it's very typical that that winnowing down of the text has to do with the fact that a lot of the expression and emotion can be found in the illustration. Well, uh, that was actually our next question for you, Neil. <laughs> what was the editing process like for Daisy? It was long and protracted <laughs> uh, for a couple <laughs> of different reasons. I mean, it was in 2016. Wow, that was a lifetime ago. I was actually at a different company. I mean, I Maybe, Jessica, you're better off talking about this. Uh, we should mention Henry and B and how that sort of changed how we operated on Daisy. Like, you know, he says this, he's like, we need to talk about this. And he's like, I, he's like, I want to do this other book first, Henry and B. And I was like, I'd lost it because I was like, it's a very personal book for me. But, but the thing about it was that that book, him deciding to do that first, it kind of gave me permission to break the mold. All of that time spent in the beginning informed how I ended up doing Daisy, but I, I still wouldn't have been able to do that had we not done that other book first. Wow. Hmm. That was my so brilliance. Interesting. That was your brilliance. <laughs> it was your brilliance, Neil. <laughs> Bravo. You knew, you knew. <laughs> Jennifer, was there anything that was particularly challenging about the design for this book? There was one illustration that gave us fits that had to do with perspective. And the three of us, we'd, we'd all be looking at it on the screen, talking on the phone, going, well, if you moved that, would that help? Oh, I don't know, I don't know. And we went through that. But the other thing that I think was really good was using hand lettering on the jacket because any, any set type that I tried, it just made it look like a different kind of book that it was. And Jessica's hand lettering kept it feeling organic and the way mm. the interior felt. And I think that was the right call. That's fantastic. So we have one last question for each of you. And we're going to start with you, Jennifer. When someone reads Daisy, what do you hope they feel or learn? I hope they feel hope because that's how the book makes me feel is hopeful. But also for me, as a kid looking at books, I would have picked up that book regardless of what the text said, just for the pictures. And I would have had my mother get that for me or get it from the library or something. And I would have just looked at it over and over and 
over again. And there are going to be kids out there who are like me who respond totally to the illustrations. That's the whole reason that that's why I wanted to do children's books in the first place. Hmm. It really is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. When someone reads Daisy, what do you hope they feel or learn? Well, they feel comforted, actually. And the, the notion of the outsider keeps popping up as something that I specifically relate to. Just to make kids feel that they're not alone is such a powerful thing to be able to do. And I hope that comes across in Daisy. That's so powerful. Jessica, when people read Daisy, what do you hope they feel or learn? We definitely hope that they feel that they're not alone. The sentiment of Daisy is really like, maybe you're different. We're all different in our own ways, but you know, find things in you life that you love and don't worry. You're going to find people that get you. You're going to find your people. This is a book that recognizes that, yeah, people might say stuff or you might be mean, but you don't have to listen to that. Find the things that make your heart big and someone's going to see that and trust that. A big thank you to Jessica, Neil, and Jennifer for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for Daisy. Check out the show notes to learn more about Jessica and the other fabulous books she has out in the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode. And we would love it if you would leave us a review. Thanks for listening and happy looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirsty Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call.